Welcome, everyone, to Doing Business with a Servant's Heart. And this is a friend I've had for a long time. We work together, and she does some amazing things, and she definitely gives back to her people and to her people she works with. That's why I have her on the show. Anna Marie, welcome. Thank you, Steve. I'm glad to be here. Well, it's awesome to have you. And what I love about you is at a young age, your persistence. So let's start with your background before the magazine. What got you where you are today? Yes. Well, the magazine In Flight USA, it's a general aviation news magazine, has been in my family for 40 years. My parents started it. Uh, Dad started it in the garage kind of thing. And then it got bigger and bigger. They were both journalism, newspaper people. He was a photographer, actually, and he loved all things that moved, cars, boats. He was a partner in a boating magazine. Then he got into flying, started taking flying lessons, and he wanted to do a student pilot publication, and it just took off from there. So I've always gravitated toward the writing arts. I've always enjoyed writing since I was a child. I love telling stories telling stories to my younger sister, telling stories to the dog. And then eventually I started writing. By the time I was in college, I wanted to have my own literary journal. So I started that in the same location as in flight in the office. I had been going down to the office every day anyway. And after that, our editor at InFlight quit, and that's how I, I got into the family business. Uh, that was my first position here to be an editor. How long has it been? And I jumped into sales. How long, has it been? how long have you been with the company? Uh, officially, I've been here as an official working capacity since 2013. Wow, long time. Yeah, so this is years. a leg legacy company for you. It is. Yes, it is. How does that make you feel? Oh, I'm very passionate about the work that we do here. I just love doing it. I love aviation. I love writing and providing good news sources for people. Um, it makes me feel very good. What's the power of, you know, people are going to listen to this, Anna Marie. Let's be honest, go, when everything's going digital, I believe you still have, you have a digital component, but are people still reading a physical magazine? Yes, they are. Uh, we have an audience of people in our niche. Mm. Some of them are older, some of them are younger or middle-aged, and they still like to hold something in their hands. They like to hold a print copy. They're sitting in an airport jet center. They want something to read. Uh, but yes, we are. our whole mission is to really revamp and start a new digital side to the business, not just by posting the issue online and on social media, as we've been doing for years now, but to really develop a solid flow of foot traffic to our website to grow the business and gain mm -hmm. revenue that way. Where will we find the magazine, the physical magazine? You said Jet Centers, where else will we might find it? Right. So a lot of times when I tell people that I'm with In-Flight USA, they, they assume that this is a magazine in big jets. This is more for small private pilots, and we will find the magazine at small airports. You're probably not going to see it at SFO or Oakland or any of the big ones, but there are general aviation airports, San Carlos, Palo Alto. You'll find it in the terminals there, the flight schools, the FBOs, which are fixed-based operators, airplane museums. And Oakland Airport actually has a wonderful museum on their general aviation side. If you go there, you'll see a big stack of our magazines. They're a big supporter of us. So, yes, aircraft museums. And this is throughout the country. My dad took in-flight na national and nationwide when I was about 10, 11 years old. So before that, it was a California publication, but then he took it nationwide. And I just remember that 
what to the year 2000, I was about 10. That was such a big year for our family because he did so much within flight. He took on a wine publication. We got a dog. It was a huge <laughs> memorable time in our family and in our business. And it's, it just speaks to me. And that's how I move forward with building the digital platforms that I have today. Right. So why, uh, first I want to ask you, you know, if you don't know the whole, the complete answer to this, that's fine. But how many locations in the United States do you think they're in your magazine just in case people want to find it? Yes, we tend to focus on states with high general aviation volume. Yeah. So Massachusetts, Maine, unfortunately, not really our market. We do have some up there, but where you're going to find us is really California, especially in the L.A. area, Texas, Florida, Oklahoma. We actually have somebody who works for us in Stillwater, Oklahoma. So oh, there's wow. a big presence there. Up in Kansas, Wichita, kind of where it all began. And then, um, you know, we're not just not as East Coast as we could be. I'd like to develop that more. But, you know, uh, New York, Boston, you're not really going to see us in some of those. But Colorado, Utah, Idaho, I'm really working to improve things in Idaho. I went there mm -hmm. over the summer. So, yeah, but more more in the Western states. Gotcha. So if a pilot's listening, it's a small pilot, small plane pilot. How would they get a hold of you? Uh, give a shout out to your contact info so they can reach out to you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, our website is inflightusa.com. You can get a subscription. Uh, you could also email me to get on our e-newsletter. It's Anna Marie at inflightusa.com. Uh, A-N-N-A-M-A-R-I-E at inflightusa.com. And I'll just say the phone number too, just in case we don't have a 1-800, but it's 650-358-9908. So if you're a pilot, reach out to them. She'll tell you if you're a fit or not. I'm sure most of them will be, but that's the whole idea of this podcast. In this case, Anna Marie is serving the flight industry, the the, the air, airline industry, the small airline industry, which I think is a industry that needs to be promoted more. Is, is maybe the right word. Is that correct? Yes, it does need more attention and it needs more positivity because there's a lot of misnomers and a lot of people think it's bad for the environment or mm. airports should close because it's just a good old boys club. They think, you know, they equate it to like a country club for golf. And that's not true about general aviation airports at all. They're reliever airports. They're there when there's a major natural disaster and they're very necessary in our communities. That's awesome. I mean, I didn't know that. Now it's understandable why you guys do what you do. So what kind of content would the flight, the, the pilot read when they grab one of these magazines? Uh, yes, we have a good balance in In-Flight USA of byline stories, people writing about their experiences flying and just getting those personal stories. And we also have news. So you can read about updates going on with unleaded fuel, about airport closures, about airport committees making decisions about avionics upgrades, things like that. There, we have a balance of PR, news, and bylines. That's good. So there's a lot to it. Let's jump on the sponsor side, because that's what I'm also interested in as well, where you really help. Why would a company want to sponsor or be a part of the magazine, put an ad in the magazine? What kind of results are they going to get? Uh, yes, uh, it's it's a great publication to advertise in. We have a very large circulation and distribution, and it's not just pilots. It's aviation enthusiasts. It's a high net worth market. 
people who own their own planes, people who are well-networked in their communities, and they're looking for a lot of different services, not just new avionics or fuel to put in their planes, but professional services, maybe accounting services, maybe chiropractic services. I've gotten a long range of ideas and people calling in. Uh, our audience is also a big fan of cars. We have a lot of people who like to golf. We have a lot of people who enjoy sports. So it's a wide range of interests and hobbies. And as far as ROI, I feel like it's it's a good investment. You're supporting a small grassroots publication. It's a mom and pop. It's family owned. It always has been. And I, I work for you. You know, I consider myself working for the customer. I go out on deliveries. I post people's individual ads on social media, on different groups, on different pages. I've made YouTube videos, Facebook Lives. And I want to continue to do more of that and, and hire people to do more of that. That's my goal. And I like that what you said. You try to take care of the, these these ads. You try to take care of those companies that are advertising. And that's why I have you on the show. I know you well enough that you're going to do everything you can to make it serve and make it worth their while, whether it's a small ad, big ad. Work with them, correct, and see what is a best fit for their company. Yes, I we do consultations. We will sit down with people mm -hmm. in our office, on the phone, at their place of business. And we've been doing that for years, trying to decide what's the best artwork, what's the best way to reach, what are the best sites? Is this more of a LinkedIn kind of ad, more of a social Facebook kind of ad, Snapchat? We're getting into all of them. And we have lots of questions we can ask people in our consultations. So they can reach out to you and ask you questions, you know, Yes, I offer free consultations, yes. Nice. So in regards to a pilot or somebody that wants to be a pilot, would you be a great resource for them to reach out to learn more about how to become a pilot? Yes. I, I mean, I'm still on student pilot status myself. I've taken some lessons, have about 50 hours. It's not many, um, but this company here is a great resource for aspiring pilots or people who need information about aviation because our staff member, the one in Stillwater, Oklahoma, Ed Downs, he is an aviation expert. He has been around the block many times. He was a manufacturer with Kit Fox. He did a lot of great things. And he's he's a flight instructor. He does exams for people. So, you know, yes, if you have a question or you're looking to get into flying, we'd be happy to offer advice. So you said you fly, you got 50 hours. I always want to ask, what's the feeling when you're out there up in the air? Oh, it's great. I mean, I've only been with an instructor, but I, I've really enjoyed going up. I, I've been in Cessna 150, Cessna 172. But being that I have a role in the press, I've been able to demo flights a lot of other planes. And I even took a ride last year at Oshkosh, which is the biggest aviation event in the country, with the Aeroshell Aerobatic team. And I was deathly afraid of going upside down, but I kept my head down the whole time and didn't even feel it. So how does it feel to, to be in a plane? It feels amazing. So I recommend everybody should try it. Yeah, because it's much different than a jet, you know, uh, Southwest Airlines. Mm -hmm. It's a whole different yeah. feeling, correct? You feel everything. Yeah, it's totally different. But you also see more. You know, you look out the windows and you see a lot more. Is airplane or airline, small airline, small plane, is that the future of travel or short travel, you think? Is it oh. going to grow or is it staying where it's at? What do you see the future of, of small plane piloting? 
I, I think private aviation is definitely growing. There's a lot to it. And with COVID, you know, nobody wanted to be crammed into a car, a coach car, packed in there like sardines with everybody coughing and sneezing and taking their shoes off. The airlines, unfortunately, the big ones, they lose money almost every year. And private flying has just become so much easier. Even the smaller regional airlines like uh uh, surf air and some of those mm. where you get a membership you can walk in 20 30 minutes before your flight sit down in the lounge read one of our magazines and, and it's just that much easier without the hustle and bustle of tsa and security now i'm not knocking the airlines they offer a wonderful part of the industry as well and we need them but yes i think flying private will eventually be a bigger part of our future and more people will be doing it I agree with you. I think it's just something that's you know, a little bit more control. And that's what you're saying. Your time's more control, less time. Cause that's what I hear people. I don't want to fly. I could drive down there. I have to wait in line here, mm -hmm. wait to get on the plane. You know, it might be a two hour flight to LA, but I could drive in six, but I'm moving, you know, a two hour, yeah. you know, flight to LA is what 50 minutes, but it's going to take me three yeah. hours to get there. Cause I got to drive there. I've got to be dropped off, you know, all those steps that you got to take where you can just yeah. drive, pick up your private plane and go. Um, and I've, I've been in a private plane. It is a, it is a, and I'm scared of heights and it's, it's yeah. an incredible feeling. Um, yeah. I appreciate that because I've always wondered that how COVID is affected and it sounds like it really hasn't affected airline, you know, small airline piloting. What do you call it? Uh, wh what's the industry called? I'm Business saying aviation it. or private aviation, private aviation. Okay. Private aviation. Yeah. So that's not been, I mean, of course it's slowed down during the time, but it's come right back up since the pandemics kind of slowed down. Right. Yes, absolutely. Um, all travel has opened up since the pandemic yeah. has backed off a little bit, but the pandemic I think was actually good for private aviation because like I said, nobody wants to be next to somebody coughing, sneezing, blowing yeah. their nose, you know, all that good stuff. So one of the questions I get from people when we talk about learning how to fly, they don't have to own a plane, right? No, you don't have to own a plane to learn how to fly that you can rent and the flight schools have them and they that's part of how they charge you to take lessons. Gotcha. So you pay for the lesson, covers all the fuel and everything that you need. They'll tell you up front what that is. And then you do yeah. your lessons and move on. Okay, that's because I didn't think that was the case, but I like to get that out there because that's what you do. And the more people that reach out to you that are thinking in my audience, I'd love to fly a private jet. I'd love to be able to rent one. And, you know, we're in Northern California, fly down to LA myself and spend some time in Disneyland, let's say, and then come back up for a day. It's a much better day for me than it is, you know, driving all the way down there and all that. I think that would be fun for people. Yes. At this point in the conversation, I feel it's necessary to separate a couple of things. There's sure. general aviation which is smaller Cessna 150, Cessna 172 that people fly themselves and maybe take one or two passengers. And then there are business jets um, like a Citation or something where a group of people can fly together. And a lot of people who get into those aren't pilots at all. They may hire a pilot to yeah. fly their plane or fly a rented plane to their destination. That, I'm glad you did that. That's I'm so happy you did that because I was going to get into that. I know there's different levels. Like I have friends that will jump on in San Jose where I'm at, where, where you're close to. There's a little private jet and they'll, they'll rent a jet, fly out to Vegas, and they fly back mm -hmm. the next day. And it's a little more expensive, but it's a much, for them, it's a much better trip. 
because right. he kept to be in that plane. Um, this is awesome. I learned more because I've always wondered all this. So I'm glad you're on the show. I can learn as well as the audience. Let's get back to the sponsor. Is there certain industries that you really look for to sponsor and put ads in your magazine? Uh, yes, we tend to do very well. In-Flight USA does very well with warbirds and historic aircraft, museums, educational programming, and things like that. We also do very well in the home builds category, people who hmm. want to buy a kit and then build it at home. And I understand that's not for everybody. And sometimes people who aren't familiar with aviation kind of panic. You mean somebody's going to build it and then fly it? And it's like, that is a very popular market for us. We have a lot of people who build their own planes. And we have a columnist. He writes for us every month. His name is Ed Wishmeyer down in Georgia. And he is Mr. Home Built. He can answer any questions about home building. And we've featured a lot of home-built manufacturers in our publication over the years. Let's let's dive into that a little bit. So I can go out to uh, aviation store, whatever we call it, a, a shop, and buy my own plane kit and build my own plane. Yes. Um, it's not really available at Home Depot or anything like right, that. Like, right. Yeah, you have to go through. Maybe someday it will. That that would yeah. be interesting. Yeah. But you have to go through you know, an aviation manufacturer, Kit Fox or Zenith. There's one in Missouri. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mexico, Missouri, Zenith. They, they do home builds and these companies, they offer workshops where you can go there to their factory, learn how to build it. You can go to Oshkosh or Sun and Fun, one of the big conventions, and they'll have workshops there. So it's not like they just give it to you in a box and say, have a nice day. No, they yeah. could, but you know, th there is training available for people who want to pursue this. I love that. And I would think it might be less expensive than going and shopping for a plane and buying a plane that's, you know, already been used or new. This might be a, lo yeah. a lower cost way of going, right? It does defray the costs a little bit. Okay. And, you know, but it's also for people who enjoy that experience. Yeah. If you're the kind of person who's never enjoyed getting involved with things in your hands, you don't even like working on your car, never changed your own oil before, probably not for you. But if you do like that kind of thing, then I highly encourage it. I think it's a wonderful option. So I'm thinking a father and son, like with a car, they can yes. almost do the same thing with a plane, correct? Yeah, exactly. Dads, kids, grandpas. It's its a wonderful thing for families. You know, Anna Marie, I love this because the reason I'm asking these questions is this is how much you know about the, in the airline industry. And that's what's tied into In-Flight USA. You educating people every month. It's a monthly subscription or a monthly magazine, correct? Yes, it is. So you're educating people that either want to get into it or already in and just need news or updates or hear a cool story, right? Yes, exactly. Very powerful because that's what I needed to learn. I wasn't sure how this would fit. Now it makes all the sense in the world for somebody that's a pilot. And I actually have somebody I'm going to refer to you uh, that's learning to fly, her and her husband. She'd be a perfect fit to learn more about your magazine. So on air, I've got a referral for you. That's what we awesome. do here at doing business with a servant's heart. We connect people with people. Um, so I, that's why audience, that's why I have her on here. She knows the industry in and out. So if you've ever thinking about getting in the industry, please reach out to her. Her information will be in the show notes as well. She'd love to talk to people. And I've sent her people. We've talked. She's very, very knowledgeable what she does. But with that knowledge, I'm sure you've done some reading in your life. Is there a book or two that you've read that's really helped you 
get to where you are today? Yes. And I, I'm going to make a shout out to my friends at ABCI, Aviation Business Consultants. They're a partner of ours and we do a lot on the print side and they do a lot on the social media digital side. And I'm part of their book of the month club. And they recently uh, sent me a biography, a book about King schools down in San Diego, which is a flight school. And John and Martha King wrote their biography. And I am so inspired by this book because these two flight instructors not only tell us a lot about aviation, but about entrepreneurship, which is so closely connected to aviation. And so many people in aviation either are part of a family business or started their own business or became a distributor for a, an aircraft manufacturer in another country and became the U.S. dealer. So there's a lot of entrepreneurial spirit in this industry. And this book, I think, is going to be the aviation book of the century because it wow. combines both entrepreneur uh, entrepreneurship and business acumen with aviation. So I'm very proud as a publisher to have received this book and we're going to write a review for it. That's another thing. We write book reviews at InFlight. So thank you, ABCI. Thank you, King Schools. And that's the book that I'm working on right now. Thank you, ABCI. I love that. And I'm thinking that any entrepreneur that's listening to this, this would still be a book for them. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, you right. don't have to be in aviation, especially for entrepreneurs who are involved in anything technical. This is Silicon yes. Valley. This is technology. It's all connected. It's all related. What's one thing, and there's probably many, but what's one thing from the book that you took from it and used it in your own life um, to help you or that you learned that said, oh, God, an aha moment. This is a really good tip. Can you remember any one thing? Right. Yeah, this is going to kind of sound cliche, but I recently attended a webinar with John and Martha King and their whole message was don't give up. You know, they started a business before they started their flight school and they said it it didn't go well and let's not do that again and let's keep moving on because there's so many negative voices whenever you're in entrepreneurship or whenever you're pursuing something on the artistic side. And I've been in the arts all my life. I've done singing and instruments and writing and painting and, you know, you tend to get the cut your hair and get a job talk. But if you're persistent and you keep going and you don't give up, I think that is the biggest takeaway I got from their book and their speeches since writing the book and that I would pass on to other people. We're getting close to the end of our time and, and, and you're so awesome, Anna Marie. I Thank love you. your passion for what you do. So I have a question. It sounds like your family loves aviation. Yes. Why? You know, it's interesting how it all came about. So I'll say that I, I did have a grandfather in World War II. He wasn't on the aviation side, but he was a Navy guy. So there's that spirit and patriotism that comes on both sides of the family. And then yeah. my dad just loved things that moved. You know, he loved cars. He was working on cars. His high school teachers encouraged him to be a mechanic because he just loved cars and yeah. was always working on them. And then he got into boats and then eventually planes and took flying lessons. So we just we not only love aviation, but all things that move. We have two classic cars, a Skyliner and a 19. Uh, yeah, I think 1959 Skyliner and a Ford Thunderbird, both yellow. And we just love them. And we're just for all things that move here. And we have that spirit of patriotism and, and aviation and cars. Moving in patriotism, what two powerful 
things to talk about that I understand why you love it now. I knew if I asked the question, I'd, I'd understand it even more. And I appreciate you answering. And we've run out, just about out of time. I want to thank you again, Anna Marie. This has been a pleasure for me. I've learned so much and you really fit doing a business with a servant's heart. And I appreciate you to keep doing that because you'll be super successful doing yeah. that. So I always love to leave the audience with some tip that you've learned some information that you can share with them to help them in their journey through life, whether it's personal or business, what is that information you can give them? Right. So I already said persevere and keep going. All of that is very important. That's a big, profound, almost cliche one, but on a more basic level, one of the things that's going to help you the most stay organized for me, it's to-do lists it's having everything in a certain place. It's keeping the environment clean. I think organization is key, whether you want to advance in your craft of writing or art, or you want to start a business, staying organized is really going to help you. That's my, that's my two cents. 